Heavenly Father. And as there's so much, as we said, as, as Dr. Renee said, and so much carjacking and all that, we pray that you just continue to let us be the beacon of light, Heavenly Father, that someone might, as we go and share with uh, people we come in contact with, they'll understand that this is not your way, Heavenly Father. You want a way of peace and tranquility, Heavenly Father. We pray that you'll just continue to bless the situation over there in, in uh, Hamas, Heavenly Father, over in, in Israel, Heavenly Father. Continue to be and just work it all out, Heavenly Father. And as we come upon another uh, election season, Heavenly Father, we pray you'll have your way. We know that you got it all in your hands. You can do all things but fail. And we do know that some people look like they get away with doing things, but we know that the ultimate justice will come from you. So we pray, Heavenly Father, you just continue to have your way. We don't have to worry about it because we know you are in charge and you are strong and in charge. And we just thank you for that. So continue to bless First Baptist Church of Highland Park that we might be all that you have called us to be. And each and every one of us can be that beacon of light and beacon of hope to those that don't know you in the part of their sin. So we pray you continue to bless First Baptist Church of Highland Park. Continue to bless Pastor Davis. He continues to minister here locally, but all over the world, Heavenly Father. So continue to bless him. Not only him, but his entire family. We love you. We praise your holy name. These are all blessed we ask son Jesus' name. Yes. Amen. Amen. Go ahead and give him glory. Go ahead and continue to give him praise. He's worthy. as you go to your seats. 
We're so blessed to be able to talk to a God who hears and answers our prayers. Thank you, Deacon Harrison, for leading us, Miss Beverly, for uh, ushering us into the presence. And we're grateful for the band, grateful for each and every one of you in worship tonight. Those of you who join us in the virtual space, let me just find out, do we have anyone visiting with us today? And this is your first time at First Baptist Church of Holland Park. If that's you, would you just please stand so that we may acknowledge your presence? You don't have to make a statement or anything. But if this is your first time here, just stand so we can say hello. All right. Have you been before and you're back visiting again? We acknowledge you as well. You may stand. So everybody's a member. Is that right? All right, well, put your hands together. I see you, Nate. <laughs> I see you. We bless God for all who were baptized this evening. Pastor will have you stand, but come on, let's give God praise for those who are new in the body of Christ. We thank God for that. Before we uh, move on, if you wouldn't mind standing briefly, I'd like to share our scripture for the weekend with you. It won't take long, but if you are unable to stand, you may keep your seat. Our scripture today is from 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verses 23 to 26. I'll be reading from the New Living Translation. For I pass on to you what I received from the Lord himself. On the night when he was betrayed, the Lord Jesus took some bread and gave thanks to God for it. Then he broke it in pieces and said, this is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, he took the cup of wine after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant between God and his people, an agreement confirmed with my blood. Do this in remembrance of me as often as you drink it. For every time you eat this bread and drink this cup, you are announcing the Lord's death until he comes again. Thank God for the reading of his word. You may be seated. As we continue in worship, I'm excited. You excited? Yes, you know why? It's offering time. And we love to give at First Baptist Church of Highland Park. Our ushers are coming. If you need an envelope, please just raise your hand. Our ushers are, will be happy to serve you. They'll bring you an envelope. And we have a member who says you can fill it out and fill it up. We are a tithing church at First Baptist Church of Highland Park. That means that we believe and stand on and do what God told us to do concerning giving. That means the tenth, 10% comes off the top. That's what we give God, what he asked for. God said, bring the tithe to the storehouse so that there may be meat in my house, meat or resources in his house. And guess what? God said he would pour out, the open the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing that you would not have room enough to receive. Now, are there some witnesses in the house? Has he done it? Come on, you a tither. God took care of you, didn't he? Every one of your needs has been met. And the good thing about our God, not only will he give us what we need, he'll give us some of what we want. Is that right? <laughs> He's a good God. Anyone need an envelope once again, just raise your hand. The ushers will serve you. We also have multiple ways to give. Those are visible on the screen. If you want to give in cash, we have an ATM right out the door to your left. 
but we also have electronic giving. So if you have your gifts ready, you have your gifts ready? Amen. Then if you would at this time, let's please lift your gifts in the solidarity of giving. And we want to pray over the gifts and you. Gracious God, our Heavenly Father, Lord, in the name of your Son, Jesus. God, we're blessed to be in worship tonight, and for that we thank you. God, we thank you that our hands are lifted with our offerings and our gifts. God, that means that you have blessed us with something to give. For that we thank you. You're always providing for us, God. We pray but that the gifts that we give tonight will be used for the uplifting of your kingdom. Lord, you see, we do the right thing with the money you give us. So God, in the name of Jesus, open the windows of heaven as you said you would. Pour out blessings that we as a church won't even be able to receive. We give you glory, honor, and praise. We ask your blessing upon every hand that gives, every heart that gives, oh God, in obedience to you. And Lord God, if there's some among us who have not to give this time, we pray right now, God, that in the future, you will bless them so that when the opportunity to participate in the worship of giving comes around again, they can boldly bring their gifts to the storehouse. We give you honor. We give you glory. We give you praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, we don't stand on formality. You have a gift? Come on, just bring it on down. Come on down, bring your gift to the altar. Once we finish in worship of giving, we will, be, we will share in our connections team. Amen.
First Baptist, welcome to another wonderful service here at the park. I'm Tabitha Jameson, here to bring you this week's highlights from the hill. The First Baptist Church of Holland Park's Business by the Book class registration are now open. Classes will be Thursdays from 7 to 9 p.m. starting March 28th. Each class session will cover key aspects of business operation from a biblical perspective and require weekly homework. Students must attend at least seven classes to graduate and receive a certificate of completion. For more information, contact the facilitators Deborah Jackson and or James Silver at bbb-ministry at fbhp.com. The First Baptist Church of Highland Park Discipleship Ministry is offering small group Bible classes starting Tuesday, February the 20th. This study is using the Navigators 2.7 series, Growing Strong in God's Family. You may register at fbhp.org or call the church administrative office. The First Baptist Church of Highland Park Grief Share is a support group and a safe, welcoming place where people understand the difficult emotions of grief. This 13-week group will help you discover what to expect in the days ahead and what's normal in grief. Please join us via Zoom on Thursdays from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. For more information or to get the login details, go to our website at fbhp.org or call the church administrative office. Registration is now open for the First Baptist Church of Highland Park Crown Financial Ministry Biblical Study. This 10-week biblical financial study teaches you how to manage money according to God's principles and enter into a closer relationship with Jesus Christ. Adult classes will be every Tuesday and Thursday from 7 to 9 p.m. starting March the 12th and Saturday from 10 a.m. to 12 noon. It's your choice. For more information, contact the Crown Financial Ministries coordinators, Brother L. Anthony or Sister Rowena Perez at www.crown at fbhp.org. The Teen Crown class will start on Sunday, March the 10th, and will run through May the 12th, and we are calling on all teens. Class is at 9 a.m. during our Sunday Biblical Institute Sunday School time. Teens planning to apply for church scholarships should be sure to take this required course as a part of your scholarship application requirements. Visit the church website or call the church administrative office for more information. Girl Scout Cookies. Mm-mm. The First Baptist Church of Highland Park Girl Scouts will have a cookie booth near the bookstore after church services each Sunday in February, the first Saturday and Sunday and second Sunday in March. Did you get that? Good. Some of the proceeds for the cookie sales will be used to help with the supplies and educational trips, particularly the educational trip to Europe 2025. Oh my, how exciting. You have a special order request? Wonderful. Reach out to Jane McCray. She can't wait to see you. Thank you for all that you do for the Girl Scouts. And that wraps up this week's Highlights from the Hill. Did you miss anything? No worries. You can find all that information and more on our website at www.fbhp.org or on our social media, Facebook, Instagram, or X. This week's highlights are brought to you by the Connections Team. And just in case you forgot, it's not your average church bulletin. Bye! Have a blessed week! Holy Ghost of welcome to, welcome to the park. First Baptist, welcome to the park. Highland Park. Praise God. Again, we are thankful for those announcements and again also appreciative 
of all the gifts shared tonight in terms of our giving. Let's, let me see those persons who got baptized. If you would just stand so we can salute you. Come on, let's give it up. Give it up. Give it up. Congratulations. Congratulations. Amen. As you start your new walk. And again, we're so blessed and even members of your family and friends who are additionally here so that we can all be able to celebrate in the goodness of God. Also, again, we thank God for all the things going on in the life of our church. The couples event is already full, sold out. But we will have a singles event next, sat next Sunday. All singles who want to come and share, you're gonna, we're going to have comedy for you after uh, the 1045 service, 130, uh, one, uh, tickets are $30. I, I believe we have representatives in front of the bookstore. I uh, saw Reverend Dawn Johnson. Uh, I probably believe that's why she's here. Amen. So are you signing folk up, Dawn? All right. So if you want to sign up for the singles event, amen. See Reverend Dawn in front of the, front of the bookstore. It's going to be a wonderful time as well. Amen. So you, now no one has to complain. He said, oh, the couples have something. What about the singles? Well, we covered couples and singles so everybody can share in the, that time together. And so we're certainly grateful for the greatness of God. If you have an anniversary this week, this weekend or this week and you're in worship, stand up. We can acknowledge you. Anyone who's celebrating, amen. Come on, give Deacon Queen anniversary. What are you celebrating, Deacon Queen? 43? Congratulations, amen. Uh, and the Davises, I, I'm going to come back over there. Then I see Natalie Powell. The Davises are celebrating what? How many? 52. Amen. And on Valentine's Day, Sister Natalie Powell, how long ago was that when you said your nuptials? 16? It's been that long. Wow. Amen. Give Sister Natalie a great hand. Amen. Time flies when you're in love. Amen. So we thank God. We thank God for each one as we celebrate uh, the goodness of God, his grace, as well as his mercy. Uh, this Wednesday, of course, is Ash Wednesday and Valentine's Day. And so we're going to do something a little different on this Wednesday. We will have the power hour worship will be in place, but we are taking off Wednesday evening. And if you want to do whatever you want to do, and we're going to do a rewind of a sermon. If you want to watch watching online preached by the Reverend Keith Battle a few years ago as a part of our Valentine's season. And so that service is going to be that which will run on Wednesday night. But if you have a birthday this weekend or this week and you're in worship, won't you stand? Anybody celebrating? Destiny. What you celebrating? When? Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. Congratulations. Congratulations. I see you right on my list, Destiny Johnson. 
Amen. And, and again, we thank God as excited as I am about the first birth, even more excited I am about the second birth because the Bible says, that's right, Michael Artemis, you got to be born again. And so we thank God for that reality. Our wonderful singer, Sister Beverly Askia, is coming now to bless us musically. And then we move right to the Word of God. Again, we thank the Elevation Career Network on Monday night. Depression and the Believer. Insight from a therapist's perspective. Somebody might want to listen to that. Reverend Latimer is in worship tonight. And she's going to be leading on Monday night. Amen. So we thank God for that. All right. All right. Let's get ready, Sister Beverly. Amen. Bring it. Bring it. Drop it like it's hot. Amen. The Lord that 
that all of our help comes from the Lord. And we thank you for your presence in this place. And now, Holy Spirit, have your way. Think with my mind. Speak with my voice. Use me as an instrument in your hand. Satan, we rebuke you in the name of Jesus. We plead the blood because the blood still works. And oh God, we love you. We adore you. We magnify your name. Thank you for your glory, your Shekinah glory. And now, dear God, have your way. Allow more of you to be seen and heard less of me. Hide me behind the cross. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, let's clap those hands together. We've moved to the word of God in this, this, path, in this service, and certainly we're grateful for each and every one of you to turn to the Acts of the Holy Spirit through the Apostles, Acts chapter 15. Is where we turn our spotlight, Acts chapter 15. And let me say a great big happy birthday to one of our best ushers. Sister Dorothy Fontenot is celebrating a birthday today. Amen. Amen. Happy birthday, Sister Fontenot. You are so special, and we thank God for that. You were already standing up, and so I, I missed it, but I'm thankful that we know that it's your birthday, because you're always standing up. Amen. You're always here, and we're certainly grateful for that. Acts chapter 15 is where we turn our spotlight, and we'll pick up the reading. Thank you, Sister Beverly, for blessing us musically, as you always do. Amen. That's right. Give her a hand. Amen. Here it is, verse number 6, Acts 15, New Living Translation says, So the apostles and elders met together to resolve this issue. At the meeting, after a long discussion, Peter stood and addressed them as follows. Brothers, you all know that God chose me from among you some time ago to preach to the Gentiles so that they could hear the good news and believe. God knows people's hearts. And he confirmed that he accepts Gentiles by giving them the Holy Spirit just as he did to us. He made no distinction between us and them for he cleansed their hearts through faith. So why are you now challenging God by burdening the Gentile believers with a yoke that neither we nor our ancestors were able to bear? We believe that we are all saved the same way, by the undeserved grace of our Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Let me throw in 12. Everyone listen quietly as, Paul, as Barnabas and Paul told about the miraculous signs and wonders God had done through them among the Gentiles. Thus far, the word of God. You may go to your seats. 
around the building. I want to come back to verse number 10 in this month that we celebrate our history and our heritage and what a powerful program we experienced on this past Wednesday night by our social justice ministry. I mean, they covered all the ages. It was a good learning experience. Verse 10, Acts 15. So why are you now challenging God by burdening the Gentile believers with a yoke that neither we nor our ancestors were able to bear? I want to talk tonight from the theme, Don't Test just trust. Don't test, just trust. This particular passage, of course, there is a discussion going on. Paul and Barnabas have now reported back and even having conversation with the Israel Jewish believers. Of course, we look at this fact that the gospel has now reached the Gentile. The Gentile is the non-Jew. And so now the gospel is available for everybody. Here's our reality. And so it is in verse number 10 that the question is, could be asked and is asked, so why are you now challenging God? Which another word, Brother Sproul, why are you going to test God? Why are you going to put on this burden on the Gentile believers? Here it is. We don't want to test. We want to trust. I will, one of the great, great songs, we would sing it, Peter Brown, and Wednesday night prayer meeting, I will trust in the Lord. I'll trust and never doubt. Again, one could have doubt, but we want us to be people of faith. Scriptures tell us that without faith, it is impossible to please God. So the reality it is, are we going to trust God or will we, will we spend our times trying to test God? Sometimes persons will spend their time trying to act as if God needs to prove something to us. Think about that. God Proving something to us? No. The reality of it is, is that we must measure up to that which God expects from us. Where would we be without the Lord on our side? Don't test. Trust. Trust God. Trust him with your finances. A whole lot of people will say, Dr. Austin, that I am, I am committed, committed. Matter of fact, on the screen a little bit later tonight, uh, we will ask and we'll extend the invitation for persons to say yes to the Lord. And we will use the word commit to Christ. How deep is your commitment? How deep is your faith? To how many times that we can become comfortable with a casual faith. But when things get difficult, a casual faith will not do. You need something that is anchored. You need something that is strong. You need something that has the ability to bounce back. 
was having conversation this week with young Taylor Lancaster in Massachusetts. Of course, this is Super Bowl weekend. And of course, tomorrow night about this time, they will be playing in Las Vegas. Many of us have already figured out what our menus are going to be. Some of you have picked what teams you're going to cheer for. But one of the things that they measure now is because everything is boils down to metrics. Metrics have now determine everything. Statistics, artificial intelligence. How are we going to figure certain things out? And now here it is. Tomorrow night we'll have two quarterbacks. One who the metrics totally miss. The other was a 10th pick in the draft. And they're now going for a third Super Bowl. And one, they would realize that they called him at one time irrelevant because he was the last pick of the 2022 draft. But here it is, this first round pick against this last pick in the draft. But one of the metrics that they will do in terms of how they will measure persons, and this was my conversation with Pastor Lancaster, that every now and then when you deal with challenges in life and every person on a football field, you want to find out how many yards can you gain after contact. It's one thing for you to run free, but how is it that once you're hit, how do you then respond? That's what I want to tell somebody in this room because everybody under the sound of my voice, you can realize that you have had to have yards after contact. You've dealt with challenges. You've dealt with a wall. You've dealt with a closed door. You've dealt with all of that. And in all of that, yet God, Ron, is able to empower us to gain yards after contact. Somebody in this particular, in this, in this service can realize that we're not here to test God, but we're here to trust God. The, the, the reality of it is they are talking and they are, they are testifying and sharing about the goodness and Paul and Barnabas are, are sharing about the goodness of God. But in this, in this gathering is also one by the name of Peter. We have Paul and Barnabas and Peter. Peter is the same Peter who walks on the water. And then he is the same Peter who cuts off the soldier's ear. I was listening to a sermon the other day preached by the Reverend Jeffrey Johnson of Indianapolis. And he was talking about, and I thought was an excellent depiction of it. He said that Peter cut off the soldier's ear, but he probably was not aiming for the ear. Had never really thought of it like that. That the ear ended up getting hit. But I'm sure that Peter was not aiming for the ear. What I'm trying to tell somebody tonight, that here it is, that we have Paul, Barnabas, and Peter. And Peter is now the one standing up with a sense of boldness, talking about the greatness of a great God. Well, let me, let me unpack it tonight and share with you with the direction that we're going to go. Number one, don't be unrealistic about your faith walk. I cannot be unrealistic. Sometimes we will set the bar so high that no one can reach it. You have to realize that all of us are ordinary people able to do extraordinary things as long as we're anchored in the word. But in that, we will stumble. We will fall. 
We will make mistakes. But in all of those things, we serve a God of another chance. So don't be unrealistic. Matter of fact, you, you talk about how far you had to walk to go to school and the things that you had to deal with in your life. And then you make it so hard that every person coming behind us said, I'll never be that person. And so we have to be, there has to be a sense of realism. Second thing we're going to look at tonight it all starts with the heart. Matter of fact, where is your heart? It's not just something that's in my mind, but what is in your heart? Because what is going to be in your heart is going to affect your mind and your actions. Last weekend, I was talking about our behaviors because every now and then, we are not acting like the children of God that we should be acting like. You have to realize that you've been washed in the blood of the Lamb. You have been, you have been redeemed. You have been picked up. You have been dusted off. You have become valuable, and God can take a mess and turn it into a miracle. He can turn your life around. And somebody's in this house tonight or listening online and you can celebrate how great God is so that we're not going to be unrealistic and we understand that it's all going to start with the heart. Third thing I've got to share with you tonight is that we are all saved by undeserved grace. Hallelujah. We're saved tonight because of undeserved grace. Grace woke me up this morning. Grace started me on my way. I'm here tonight because of the grace of God, not because you've dotted every I or crossed every T. You're here tonight because of God's grace. What did God's grace do? Look past your faults and saw your very needs. What does God's grace? He is a God of another chance. Don't test, just trust. Tonight we are already, and we can celebrate on, on this upcoming Wednesday, Sister Natalie, about your, the very fact of your marriage, again, all of that, and it's wonderful. But that also would have been the uh, marriage, that would have been the marriage day of Linda Pope Marshall. Linda Pope Marshall, many times on Saturday night, she would see her as at one of our greeters downstairs and one of our health professionals now on the other side. And I'm thanking God that God was able to gift us with a Linda Pope Marshall and all the other persons who have been able to transition from this life to the next. You've got to understand that none of us have come here to stay. Not one of us. I know you feel good and I'm looking at these young faces, but you heard the news the other day about how these stray bullets are taking out young children. Can you imagine that mother who lost her two-year-old and she is not go and she is going to survive and now she's going to be able to check out of the hospital and the child is now gone. We live in an evil world. People are so, so much evil activity. I was glad the other day to see that, that mother uh, getting ready to lock her up and they're going to lock the daddy up too out there because they need to start locking up more than just the children. Lock the parents up too. It's going to change everything. Come on, somebody. No, no, no. You, you got to understand there is a sense of responsibility 
on all of us. And, and my God, if there are, it's, that's why we used to know this when we would leave the house and our, our, our people would tell us, when you leave here, you are respecting, you are going to represent this household. When you leave out of here, don't you embarrass my name. Don't you allow me to get a phone call. I, I, I don't want to hear any of that. And that's why we are trying to raise children. See, one of the problems in our society now is that we want children to raise themselves. And you know they can't do that. I know they think they know everything, but they don't know everything. And that's why you need somebody to give them direction. I'm grateful I did not have a mother and a father who got up on Sunday, bent over, and said, do you feel like going to church this morning? I never had to worry about somebody asking me that question. They just simply told me, we're leaving the house at 10 after 9. That's it. It wasn't a discussion. And if, and if you were too sick to go to church, you were too sick to play this afternoon, you were going to be in the house all day. I don't care what's going on outside. If you're too sick to be in worship, come on, somebody. That's the kind of house I grew up in. You couldn't stay home. Oh, I'm, I'm feeling better now. You can feel better all you want, but you're going to do some homework, and you're going to be in the house for the rest of the day, and you will be at school on time on Monday morning. Don't test. Just trust. And then up again, so let me back this thing up, and let's, let's deal with it. The first point that I'm making tonight, don't be unrealistic. It should be realistic. A realist. Don't be unrealistic about 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 your faith walk. Unrealistic. Having having a faith, you cannot fly. You're not an angel. You're not perfect. You are born again, but every now and then your humanism will surface. That's what keeps us on our knees, because if we were angelic. We would think we got it all together. But you've got to know the Bible said every knee is going to have to bow. Every tongue is going to have to confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. I'm not going to be unrealistic about my faith walk. And so that's when they, so when the conversation comes out in verse number 10, it says right there, he said, so why are we, are you now challenging God? Because this, in this passage, if you're able to read back in your private time, read all of chapter 15. Because in the early part of chapter 15, they are talking about being circumcised uh, and circumcision and all of that. And so, and what is what Peter, Paul, Barnabas are trying to have clarity that you can follow rules all you want, but it must be a change of the heart. And you could go through all of the exterior stuff. But if you don't have something going on on the inside, then it's, it's, it's not going to work its way to the outside. We've got too many persons who start their faith on the outside in instead of starting their faith from the inside out. And when you start your faith on the, from the inside out, it will be different. You know, for you starting from the outside in, uh, uh, your makeup can run off. Come on, somebody. That's outside. That's outside. But if you got healthy skin, you have a healthy foundation, then, of course, there are some things that can come through. Why are you challenging God by burdening the Gentile believers with a yoke 
that neither we nor our ancestors were able to bear. No one could bear it, and the only one who could really bear it is Jesus. Because of Jesus, we understand that we think about what Jesus did. Nails in his hands, dying on a cross, getting up with all power in his hands. That's a glorious thing. Matter of fact, I was, I was getting ready for my sermons of this weekend, and then a, a, my Easter sermon jumped right out at me. It was waving right at me. I, I, said, I, I wrote it down. I didn't want to forget it, Frank. I said, uh, I, I, my Easter sermon was waving right at me. He said, here, here I am. I'm, I'm, I, I know we're not to that point yet, and I know that the Lenten season is about to begin, but I want to wave at you right now. And that's nothing but the Spirit. The Spirit can raise up in your life and just when you're reading this book and opening up the Bible, God can always give you just what you need just when you need it. By the way, we're going to baptize on Easter Sunday morning. Easter Sunday morning, rising and shining and baptizing. We're going to baptize in the morning, but, and then we're going to come. That, that's going to help us to wake up, be alive. Amen. We're going to then come in to worship, and, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a different kind of Easter this year. I'm not going to unveil every, I'm not going to roll it all out tonight, but it's going to be a different, it's going to be, it's, Easter's going to be totally different this year. You have never seen Easter like you're getting ready to see it at Highland Park in 2024. It's going to be a new Easter. I know. I know. You're trying to figure it out now. Don't figure it out. Don't anticipate. Don't even have to wait. It's, it's going to come right around. And uh, some, some of you have already figured some things out. But look at what the word says. And when I look at this, this eighth verse, and that's what we got to look at when we understand the greatness of God. Verse number eight, it, it tells us, and that's going to that's roll me right into my second point. God knows people's hearts. And he confirmed that. He accepts Gentiles by giving them the Holy Spirit just as he did to us. But it starts with the heart. You've got to have a heart transformation. You've got to have a heart change, a change of your heart. Grow your heart. Grow your heart. Grow your heart in terms of giving and devotion and praise and adoration unto God. Grow your heart in other and all the things that God can potentially do in your life. Grow your heart. Stretch. That's what we're talking about. Stretch for more in 24. I'm growing myself. I'm reaching higher. I'm leveling up. Whatever it is, God, that you want, you need to grow. It all starts in the heart, starts in the heart. Thank God there's something in the heart that was driving a Harriet Tubman and a Frederick Douglass, something in the heart, driving a George Washington Carver and a Martin Luther King Jr., something in the heart that is pushing them. It is something that internal drive. There was something in the heart that helped, that kept Rosa Parks, not in the back of the bus, but in the front of the bus. Something in the heart can push us to where we need to go. It starts with the heart. Pray, 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 pray to God. Lord, I need you to mold my heart. I need you to soften my heart. Some of you can't even praise God tonight because you got too much anger and animosity and bitterness and some of that stuff you got to pray out of you. And we got to pray it out of you that you can understand I'm not going to go through this life being angry and mad and sad, but I'm going to understand there's an appreciation in my life for every round goes higher and higher. I'm grateful for every door that's been opened. It's 
to anybody here on a Saturday night and you don't mind celebrating the greatness of a great God who's doing great. He keeps on doing great things for me, but it all starts with the heart. Third thing, we are all saved by undeserved grace. Hallelujah. You didn't deserve it, but we are saved by undeserved grace. We believe that we are all saved the same way. All of us are saved the same way. There's not, there, there's a, my, my dad used to put it this way. There's a whole lot of ways you can go to hell, but there's only one way you can go to heaven. You go to heaven because of that relationship with the Lord. And I know, I know there's a whole lot of things that trying to uh, figure out all the faiths and all of the, what happens to this group and that group. I can't, I can't worry about all of that because at the end of the day, it's not up to me. It's up to God, but I am going to follow the roadmap that is before me. And the road wrap before me says, I've got to say yes to Jesus. And somebody who's in the room tonight or watching online, you can celebrate that you have made the right choice. You have made the choice to say, I am going to tap in to undeserved grace. Thank you, God. Undeserved grace. That'll that, that have you shouting when you're all by yourself. Undeserved grace will have you sitting up sometimes and rocking back and forth and just thinking about the goodness of Jesus. Undeserved grace can put a smile on your face. Undeserved grace can have tears running down your face. Is there anybody here on a Saturday night and you are grateful for undeserved grace? Grace woke me up this morning, started me on my way. I'm grateful tonight for undeserved grace. A God who can make a way out of nowhere. I looked over there. I see our register of will, Sarita Lee, here on a Saturday night. And she's dealt with a whole lot of health issues. But I thank God that she can be here tonight. And not just Sarita Lee, but all of us. But we're here because of undeserved grace. I love the Lord. He heard my cry, pitied my every groan, looked past my faults and saw my needs. I love the Lord. He heard heard my cry. Is there anybody here on a Saturday night and you're not ashamed to give God praise? I will bless the name of the Lord. I will give God the glory. I will lift up my hands, throw back my head and give God praise because he is a great God. He is a great God and is greatly to be praised. Say yes, say yes, say yes. Undeserved grace. How many of you in this room can be grateful for undeserved grace? Keep them up, keep them up. I'm, I'm grateful. And I see some of you put that, you had to put two hands in the air. Because when you think about how God's grace can keep you, you could have lost your mind, but look at what God can do. Lord, I cover up, cover each hand, each life, each person in the name of Jesus. And I give you the praise. I give you the glory. I give you the honor. Thank you, dear God, that we're not going to test you, but we're going to trust you. 
trust you. Every step of the way, trust you. You put your little in God's hands and he can multiply. Trust you. I put it in your hands, God, and I give you the glory, I give you the honor, and I give you the praise. I want you to repeat these words as heads are bowed, as eyes are closed. God, I come in Jesus' name. I confess that I've sinned and come short of your glory. But tonight, I accept you, Jesus, in my heart. I want to be saved born again. And I promise to follow you for the rest of my life. In Jesus name. Amen. Come on, let's clap those hands together. But if you prayed that prayer for the first time, let me see your hand. If you prayed that prayer tonight for the very first time, first time you said it from your lips, but you meant it from your heart and you felt a release. And if you're here tonight, I want you to stand up right now. Grab your belongings. Come meet us at this altar. Because I want to walk with Jesus. I want to make that commitment. If you want to come, come on. If you're online, you can follow those prompts. Because this is the best thing that could ever happen in your life. Somebody said, that I, I'm already a Christian. I'm already a Christian. But I need a church home. Come on tonight. Come on, come on, come on. I backslid. But tonight... I'm recommitting myself. Our deacons are waiting for you, and we would love to have you as a part of our family. Won't you come? Won't you come? Won't you come? My brother, my sister, won't you say yes to the Lord? It's the best yes you could ever say. Come on, Sister Beverly. Put some words to that. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Rededicate, recommit. Get off to a fresh start. Thank you, Lord. Won't you come tonight? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Let's clap those hands together. Even if we saw no one, that does not mean that no one has responded. Somebody could have, and we, have, we just have not seen them. But we're grateful that we're going to continue to stand if we can. And we're going to share now the litany of our faith on this communion weekend, what we strive to be about. And as we read those words together, let's read them together from the screens. Oh God, in your mercy, we come now to affirm the beliefs and objectives of our faith. We believe in one God, infinite in power, fully expressing himself as creator of all things, redeemer of all people, and sustainer of life in the Holy Spirit. We believe in Christ our Savior and in his Holy Spirit, and in his living church, founded upon his word and eternally sustained by his resurrection from the dead. We believe every Christian is called by God, appointed to sacred duty, 
and as a steward must make his or her report to God. We believe in the divine inspiration of the Bible, the absolute truth of its word, and the fundamental need to instill this word in the hearts of all believers. We believe that missions and evangelism are the basic demands of the gospel upon all disciples and hereby pledge ourselves to teach God's word and through our tithes, talents, testimonies, and time, spread the word of God. We believe that through his sinless life and death upon a cross, Christ Jesus our Lord is the final judge of all humanity and before whom all must stand. We believe then that we must day by day pledge ourselves to love one another, to support the ministry of the Christian church, and to strive to be like Christ. Here's our prayer. We give ourselves to you, O God, in praise, in glory, and in honor. Help us to translate your word into life and your teachings into actions. May we find joy in living for you. Mirror our souls in your presence that we may know where we are, from whence we have come and the road ahead that we should go. Please accept this day, our Father, the vow we humbly make to serve you, now and forevermore. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. We, come on, you put your hands together. We're going to our seats. Our deacons and ministers will position themselves. And anyone who's come into the sanctuary and you did not get your elements, uh, we'll make sure that you get them. If anybody is having trouble with your element, you can let us know and we can be of assistance to you as well. But if you need an element or having trouble with what you have, just put your hand up and we will come and find you. Amen. We will come and find you and we'll come and serve you. Amen. Yes, the hands right here. They're coming. Deacon Harrison is coming in that direction. Praise God. Go ahead and play that, Dean. You, I see you trying to, you trying to, you trying to tinkle the keys on us. Go ahead and tinkle them, tinkle them. Go ahead. Go ahead, Dean. You've learned how to play that organ. Go ahead, play it, play it, Dean. Play it. to it. I see you standing. You, you kind of edging up to it. Go ahead and put some words to that, Beverly. Go ahead.
take now the cup and the wafer and we pray over it and that which was common to us and wafer representing the body of Christ and the elements at home we pray over them as well and the shed blood by Christ for us Jesus paid it all salvation is free but there is a cost to discipleship and if you're going to be a disciple of Jesus it will cost you something it cost Jesus his life but Jesus came so that we might Zach have the abundant life so whether you're at home and give your elements we pray now dear God over the elements we get ready to share and we thank you for this moment. In Jesus' name, bless the cup, bless the wafer, bless whatever it is that you use as your substitutionary object. In Jesus' name, amen. We take now the wafer, which represents the body of Christ, the body broken for each of us. Eat now all of it. And after the bread, the cup, which represents the shed blood of our Lord and Savior, drink now all of it. And all the people said, Amen. Hallelujah. Again, we're grateful tonight for each of you. Any new members tonight, new members, just stand up one more time. New members, stand up. New members here tonight. Yeah, just stand right up there, Brother Mac. Amen. We certainly welcome you into our church family. We're delighted to have you. Thank you for making, and we're glad that the Spirit guided you to be a part of our family. So good to see my friend. He's got all of these barbershops around, and uh, in, you, he is the, the chief owner of all of these barbershops you see in the area in style. That's, that's Mr. In Style himself. Amen. So I see him every time he gets close to me. He's trying to check out my haircut. I see you looking at me. I try to keep it fresh. That's why I'm trying, every time I come out, I'm trying to be fresh. But well, we thank God. So good to see you. And I know you've had some health issues. And But look at God. God can bring us through, can he? He can do it. He can do it. So we certainly thank God. Thank God for our musical team tonight. Amen. Sister Beverly, our musicians, our greeters, our ushers, ministers, deacons, trustees, uh, all of our leaders. I see you all the way up there waving at me, baby. I see you. Amen. Go by and sign up for the singles event. Reverend Dawn and her team, her team might be destiny, but but her team, her team will meet you uh, in front of the bookstore if you want to get and get a good laugh, a uh, good laugh. My sister's in New Jersey tonight, and uh, she's going to see some comedy, but it would not be appropriate for what we're doing. Amen. And so, but this is better than comedy than what she's going to hear. I'm going to check with her, though. Amen. But we certainly thank God for each of you. Y'all smiling. She's going to hear Bruce Bruce. And you know, he done, he, you need to pray for him. I mean, hey, baby, hey, baby, hey, baby. 
No. Amen. I think one of the things I'm going to do before I retire is to do a stand-up night. Amen. I'm going to do a stand-up night. You don't think I could do it. I, you, I, I, you, I can roll. I'll be able to roll. Amen. Yeah. That lady told me when I went into ministry, Brother Sproul, she was disappointed. And I, I had just been crying, emotional. I acknowledged my call to ministry. And she met me out in the hallway. She said, I'm disappointed. And I said, why? She said, I thought you were going to do stand-up. Now, I'm going to preach. I'm going to preach. And I might fuse in some humor. Amen. But we're going to be we're grateful. Thank our deacons for your strong support tonight. And every month, every month, you come together. I want to thank our deacons for helping us to get our candidates ready. And just each and every one of you. And we look forward to great worship services on tomorrow. And we thank God for that. We're ready to go. We covered everything. Anything else? We're good? All right. Amen. My aunt's in worship. She saw her come through. She tried to model. She tried to come. She was trying to model. That's why she walked She walked right down front to sit way back there. I don't understand that. Amen. Walked right down in the front. I mean, and then she sit, sat way back over there. But we thank God for her, and we pray God's continued blessings. Lord, we love you, adore you, magnify your name. Bless even our Girl Scouts and our get your cookies. And we cover them and we thank you for all they do. And we ask your blessings upon us in Jesus' name. Amen. Have a great night. Pray for worship in the morning.